This podcast first aired six years ago. I have updated it, but left most of it as it was written then. It helps illustrate the point. Where does the key go? My daughter asked me. We had just climbed into a new Prius. We were exercising the car one day each week for a friend who was away. He wanted the battery charged every so often. I didn't reply to my daughter, but just grinned and stared straight ahead. She had said she would like to drive the car, and I told her I would show her how. She scowled and said, Dad, I've been driving for 20 years. I think I can handle it. But to me, this car was different. I had had a lesson from the owner before I started driving it. You see, there's no place to put the key. You just get in the car, keep the key in your pocket, or put it in the coffee holder. It doesn't matter. Suzanne, my daughter, took a quick glance around, threw the key into the coffee cup holder, reached out and pushed the power button. The car started. How did she know how to do that? I'd been told. She said, Well, there's no place to put the key, and it has to start. So I just pushed the button. No big deal. But of course, it was a big deal to me. I'm older. This incident happened perhaps five or six years ago. Today, it seems outdated. Lots of cars have this feature. Technology moves along at a rapid rate. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. This age of technology, it isn't easy for some of us. It requires that we learn something new constantly. That is, if we wish to keep up with the world around us. A few weeks ago, I was at a meeting with about a dozen other people who were all 50-plus. They were all well-educated, professional. Someone asked me about my podcast. Someone else leaned forward and said, Yeah, what is that anyway? A podcast. No one at the meeting knew what it was. Now you're listening to this via podcast, so I know that you know what a podcast is. But a lot of people don't. Two weeks ago, I celebrated my 65th birthday. And what was my major gift? Actually, there were two major gifts. But one of them was a Sonos. Now, I had heard of Sonos, but I had never seen one. It's a sound system of sorts. It allows one to listen and control your sound system throughout your house in a way that I couldn't even imagine. It came to me thanks to joint contributions and to my son's knowledge of the computer world. He tries to keep his dad up to speed. As an added note, today the Sonos is controlled with a smartphone, which didn't even exist when I got the sound system. Every time he visits, we make a trip to a tech place and walk out with boxes of something. Then he sets it up, shows me how to turn the knobs or turn it on, and then walks me through the process. Thus, the way to the high-tech world is revealed. Of course, If one doesn't have someone from the younger generation to help, what then? My podcast serves as a good example. 
I had some knowledge of computers, but nothing about recording systems and websites. My son was not going to be around to help on this one. I started going through search engines and reading about podcasts. Here is where I picked out what program would let me record sound. I read about microphones, talked to my music teacher, and then made a purchase via eBay. Then came the tutorials and an attempt to set it up. Of course, there were problems. I called the store for advice. I finally ended up being referred to a guy that might help. For less than $100 of instruction, my recording equipment and program was working. Then, it was just a matter of practice. The website was next. My son-in-law recommended a web hosting service and actually set up a minimalistic site for me. I copied it and learned how to change it. Retirement talk was up and running. Since that time, I have occasionally hired another person to give me some assistance. Now, I mainly rely on Google or YouTube and the command, how to fill in the blank. Keeping up in the tech world requires effort, a willingness to continue to learn, and time. Lots of time. There are so many mistakes that can be made, and it seems like I make all of them. The screen can go black any second. It can be very frustrating. Why bother? I heard someone say. I will just use my rotary phone and pen and pencil. I don't need any of that modern stuff. That is one approach to life, and it is life we are talking about here. One might live another 20, 30, or 40 years. I can't imagine just opting out of the technological world that has emerged in the last 30 years. It's fascinating. Computers, TiVo, cell phones, iPods, digital cameras, Vonage, high-speed internet access, Rhapsody, wireless, laptops, GPS, Sonos, smartphones, etc., etc., etc. It's like a foreign language. Fun to learn, creates new possibilities, and keeps us living in the real world. I'm not saying it's a better world, but it certainly is a more exciting world, a more interesting world. It isn't easy to keep up, but it's possible. Those of us with children or grandchildren to help us break through the barriers are lucky, but even those without these genetic links can enter and enjoy the high-tech world. Since I wrote the above, six years have passed, and now I find myself tied to my iPhone and iPad, and not the first generations either. Good luck. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. 